0: Hey, welcome to The Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God, still God. We bless you, TOC. We miss you, miss you greatly. Church is truly not the same without you, and we know that one day, All of this will be over, and we will come together in unity, worshiping the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm excited to give a word with all of you tonight. And I want you to, wherever you are at, open up your Bibles and open up to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 9, verse 8, is where I'm going to be basing this sermon on. And the Bible reads in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants. And with all of the animals that were in the boat with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, every living creature on earth, yes, I am, confirming." My covenant with you. And never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. And never again will a flood destroy the earth. It is word of God. As I was praying and seeking God for what he wanted me to speak about. He brought me back to the book of Genesis. And if you know what the meaning of Genesis means, it means the beginning, it means the start. And I believe that in this crucial time that we are living in, God is surely calling us back to the beginning. God is surely calling us back to the basics. And today I wanna speak to you about a man that God had chosen to do a very specific assignment. And what God told this man to do was very unique. It was very specific. But before I start talking about him, let me give you a little bit of history of what was happening when this man was living. And the time that he was living in, in Genesis chapter six, if you read it, it says that there was a great population There was an abnormal increase in people at that time. But with an increase of population, there was an increase of sin. The Bible specifically states that at this time, there was demonic activity occurring. There was constant evil in the heart of man. There was corruption. There was violence. And it wasn't pleasing in the eyes of God. And the Bible says that the Lord saw the weakness of man and his heart was grieved. And God made a decision for the first time ever that he was going to destroy the earth. He was gonna remove all people. He was gonna remove every single creature. He was going to remove every single flesh. But in the middle of the corruption, of the sin in the middle of the wickedness there was a man that captured the attention of the Father and he said before I do anything before I destroy the earth before before I destroy the people and the creatures the Bible says that there was a man that was special and later on he's described as a righteous man a man that was blameless before him and his this man's name was Noah. But the Bible says in Genesis chapter 6 verse 8 that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Other versions says that he found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Grace means a divine blessing. It means unmerited favor. It means favor it means that a work to advantage of second Corinthians 12 9 says but to each and every one of us he has given us grace and I have some really good news to share with you no matter what we're living in today no matter in, in the this crisis, in the middle of the problems, I am here to tell you that his favor is still upon you. His grace is still upon you. In the middle of this pandemic, you are still favored by God. I need you to tell your neighbor and say neighbor, I'm I'm still favored. I'm still favored. I'm still favored. I don't care what this world is going through. I am finds grace in the eyes of the Lord God begins to speak to Noah not only does he begin to speak to him but he begins to give him instructions you see it's not sufficient to only have favor and grace but God also wants to have an encounter with you God also wants to have a relationship with you and not only that god does not only want us to have the calling and have the anointing and have the favor and have the grace but with all of that comes an action and god begins to give him specific instructions and he said noah i need you to build an ark 300 cubits 50 cubits width 30 cubits height and i need it to be three floors God was very specific with Noah. And at this point, I said, hold on, hold on. God tells Noah the what before he even tells him the why. God gives him the instruction first. Noah, I need you to build an ark. He didn't say why, at first. And sometimes God don't need to tell us the why first. Sometimes all we need is the what from the Lord. Sometimes all we need to say, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. I don't care the reason. I don't care the why. You can tell me later. Or you don't even have to tell me. Whatever you want me to do, I will do. And then, God says, all right. Now that I can trust you with the one. Now I'm going to begin to tell you the why. And the reason why is because I'm going to destroy this earth. Too much wickedness too much sin too much going on i'm gonna flood the earth but the bible says that god told no but i will establish my covenant with you the word covenant means an agreement Theology means, says that it is used as a term of commitment, commitment between God and his people. Covenant means a sort of protection between God and man. Yes. And isn't it wonderful that we serve a God of covenant? God made a covenant with Abraham. He made a covenant with Noah. He made a covenant with Moses. He also made a covenant with David. And even he made a covenant with Jesus. And I am here to tell you that you serve a God of covenants. That he has made a covenant with you. He he has made a promise with you. And he is a promise keeper. He is a promise keeper. I know it looks a little ugly right now. I know it looks a little scary right now. But God is a promise keeper. And God told Noah, I don't need you to bring the ark. And I need you, and I made my covenant with you. But now you're going to take your sons, your wife, your sons' wives. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So God makes a covenant with Noah. But because he makes a covenant with Noah, his whole entire family is blessed. His whole entire family is protected. I am here to tell you that not only God has a covenant with you, but God has a covenant with your spouse. God has a covenant with your children, with your children's children, with your children's children. Children's children. I don't care what you wear, your son is that. I don't care what your daughter does. I'm here to remind you, that still a covenant, there's still a promise. You better declare mom right now, my daughter is a preacher, my daughter is a prophetess, my daughter will be a pastor. Promise keeper. My covenant with God is not only with me, but it is with everybody that surrounds me. It is also with my spouse it is also with my children it is also with my children's children that's the kind of God that we serve he not only has made a covenant with me but he makes a covenant with everyone that is attached to me and Noah did all the Bible says that Noah did everything that God Had commanded him to do he'll see in church this time more than ever God is seeking obedience the Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice and I know that things are not making any sense right now but God is still seeking his children to obey him even in this chart, dark, dark times, Bible describes that he did everything that God had commanded him to do. And so after this, the story continues. Noah brings the family in. Noah brings the creatures in as well. It was of every kind. It was male and female. Why did God do that? In order for the earth to produce. And when I saw this verse, I said, oh my gosh. Genesis chapter 7, verse 16, it says, And the Lord shut Noah in. It wasn't a wind. It wasn't a creature. It was a man. It wasn't Noah himself. Bible says that God himself shut Noah in. Does this sound any familiar to, do, to you? Maybe some of you thought that our president shut us in. Maybe some of you thought that it was a governor or it was man himself. But I believe that in this time, although we don't understand what God is doing, God is sovereign and he allows certain things to happen. And I believe that in this time, God is has shut us in and the Bible describes that the water began to rise the mountains were all covered with water and every little thing every living thing began to perish however in the middle of this flood Noah was kept in the ark with his family and all of his animals if I ever had the opportunity to ask Noah Noah What were you doing inside of the ark? When the flood was rising, when the waters were rising, when the mountains were all covered, when the earth was completely destroyed, Noah, what were you doing inside of your ark? And as I was later reading, I had came to my own conclusion. The Bible says that when Noah stepped out of the ark, The first thing that he did was he built an altar. He began to sacrifice clean animals. And the Bible says that it was like a soothing aroma unto God. And I'm here to tell you, and I believe this very strongly, that whatever Noah did publicly, It was a manifestation of what he did in the private of his ark. And I am here to tell you, T.O.C., I'm here to ask you the same question god himself has shut us in what are you doing inside of the ark the ark is your home the ark is your family when you come out of this you will be in public it will be a public manifestation of what you did in the private if you come out of this worshiping it tells me that inside of the middle of this pandemic you will worship if you come out of this praying and dancing because in the middle of this pandemic You were praying yeah. I'm here to tell you church to go back to the basics. Prayer, fasting, and reading the word of God. What Noah did when he came out of the ark, he said, hold on, hold on. Before this world sees me, before I even produce, before anything happens, I need to build an altar. some some nasty animals? No, no. He said he grabbed the good ones. And it was a soothing aroma unto God. It was pleasing unto him. I believe it was a manifestation, a public manifestation of what he did in the private. What are you doing inside of your work? What are you doing inside of your work? I'm sorry, I'm not here to tell you. It's time to 24-7 rest. It's not time to watch your favorite shows for 20 hours. I'm sorry, I'm not here to tell you that. But I'm here to tell you. It's time to build and altar. In your home. Teach your children how to pray. Teach your children of what it is to feel the glory of God even in your living room. Yes. Let me tell you something. Last week, first of all, as soon as this pandemic has started, God has just been burning me so much. And I can truly say that when I come out of this, I will never be the same. But I've been having some crazy experiences with God. And even last week in my living room, when nobody was there, as I was praying. I felt the glory of God is so strong. And I was born and raised in church, and I've had some crazy experiences in church. But I have also had some many experiences in my very own home. God is really calling us, Jamie, back to basics. Back to basics yes. to build an altar. And Genesis chapter 8 said that God. Remembered Noah. God remembers you. I know some of you feel like God has forsaken you. Some of you have feel like my calling is destroyed, my family is broken, I'm sick, my fr- family member passed away. I know someone who has the coronavirus. I lost my job. I know some of you are thinking that. But let me tell you something. I'm here to remind you. That God has remembered you. Then the Bible says that. God himself had made a wind. To pass over the earth. He made a wind. To pass over the earth and the waters subsided, which means the waters began to dwindle down. And every time you see the word wind in the Bible, it signifies the Holy Spirit. So after the flood occurred, Noah was still in the ark, but God permitted a wind. When I woke up I heard the words this my glory will be greater my glory will be greater after this TLC when you come out of this you better get ready for the glory of God that's about to be manifested here in this earth like never before I don't know if you're with me today but I if you can just stay with me today I need your glory. God, I want your glory. If there's anything right now that I ask for, I ask for a double portion of your glory, God. I need a double portion of your glory. God, I know that when we come out of this, the glory will be greater. I'm declaring that our will not be the same. I'm declaring total revival in GOC in the name of Jesus. I'm declaring hallelujah the miracles, the signs and wonders. We will see when we come out of this. I'm ready to see the light walk. I'm ready to see blind eyes open. I'm ready to see God heal cancer. because there's greater work to do in the kingdom of God God specifically said Noah when you come out of this get ready Noah because you're about to be blessed you're about to produce you're about to produce hey you mean to tell me God, I've been multiplication. What's waiting for me is me producing. Yes, Noah. Yes. And I surely believe that's going to happen with us. Then, when everything is over, you better get ready. Because multiplication will come to your house. You better get ready because you're about to produce like you never produced before. You better get ready because doors are about to be open that you never thought will be open before. I'm declaring now that when you come out of this church, hallelujah, you will step into a dimension of multiplication. You will step into a dimension of producing. Not only you, but also your marriage, but also your children, your whole entire family. A season of multiplication both in the spiritual and also in the natural both in the spiritual and both in the natural God said Noah I will never again curse the ground for man's sake because this is the sign of my covenant which I made between me and you. And every living creature that is with you. And once you see the rainbow in the cloud and you will look unto it, you will remember my covenant with you. And I'm gonna close with this. I titled this message between me and you because i believe that in this time god is dealing with the church specifically he's dealing with the bride specifically and he is dealing with each and every one of us and god is saying this time is between me and you in this shutting i need to work with you need to work with you I need to remove some stuff that don't is not pleasing unto God I need you I, I, I need to work with you with your worship with your relationship with me with your seek for me with your desperation Dealt with Noah from the very beginning. But then resulted in producing and multiplication. And his whole entire family was blessed. But before anything had occurred, God had to deal with Noah. And God wants to deal with you. And God has already established a covenant with you. And if you're watching me and you're saying, God has forgotten me feel alone in this season. I feel like he forgot about everything that he told me that I was going to do. He forgot about my family. He forgot about uh, my job. He forgot about my finances. He forgot about my ministry. God said, no, I have not This time is between me I want you to bow your head and close your eyes I'm gonna go ahead and just do two prayers one for someone out there who does not know Jesus and wants to get to know him and wants to have a relationship with him and wants to accept him as his personal Savior this prayer is for you repeat after me Father God come before your presence and I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Forgive me from all of my sins. I recognize, Jesus, that you died and rose again. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done in my life and I accept you as my personal Savior. Another prayer that I want to do is just a general prayer for whoever feels like this sermon was for you wherever you are just lift your hands i believe that wherever you are at god can meet you there god can touch you god can fill that room with his presence if you just invite him in and father god in the name of jesus god i ask that you Invade every living room, every person that is watching us right now. God, I ask that Your presence can overtake that house like never before. God, that You will remind them that You have made covenants with them, that You have made a promise with them, God. That You can give us the strength that we need to continue to move forward, God. And we know that we will come out of this, but in. The an altar inside of the ark. Teach us, oh God. Teach us, oh Lord. God, birth and desperation within our soul, God, that we can see, that when we wake up in the morning, we can have a hunger like we never had a hunger before for you, Lord. God, I ask for protection upon each and every of my brothers and sisters, Lord. Protection upon their lives. And we know, God, That we're going to come out of this, and when we come out of this, we're going to come out so much stronger. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, amen, amen. Wherever you are, just clap your hands. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.